The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. Good afternoon. I'm Mac McCoy, and welcome to The View from a Pew. We are live from our uh, studios in Omaha, Nebraska, broadcasting around the world. That's kind of what the WWW is with the Internet. That's kind of neat because we're all the way around the world. All right, I've got uh, my regular co-host today, uh, Delmar. He uh, has come back from vacation at least for a while. Do you have another vacation planned? I do. I'm going to oh, be no. leaving sometime in July, but uh, I'll be here for a few more weeks. Oh, man. <laughs> when do you come back for good? Well, you're, you're retired. I am retired, so I'm allowed to take some vacation time. Yes, you are. You are, and well-deserved. And I also have a uh, familiar face and voice uh, with us today. You would know her as uh, the mean, crabby, always uh, always upset, swearing like an old sailor. Um, that's not true at all. Janelle Reeves is here. She was the station manager over at the old station. And now she works for a uh, 501c3 called Rejuvenating Women. And I want to hear about that. So, Janelle, welcome. Thank you. It's so nice to be back with you, Mac. Yeah, <laughs> I missed how much, uh, how crabby I was. So I want to be that way again. <laughs> okay. Well, you, yeah, you can be crabby. I've been really happy lately. <laughs> well, yeah, we won't talk about that. All right. So uh, you work for a company called Rejuvenating Women. I do. And um, that is... Um, I'll tell you what it's not. When I tell people I work for Rejuvenating Women, they're like, oh, great, so you work for a spa. No. Yeah. No, I don't. That's rejuvenating I mean. means to, to make something new and fresh again. So it could work for a spa, but for us, it's for something completely different. All right. And when you say us, who's the young lady that started this that you work with? Julie Schrader. Julie. Well, she is a dynamite little gal. I have never seen someone so busy in my life. Yeah. And she's like, what, two foot three? Just about. Almost. Mm -hmm. And so, but she's really good. Uh, she was on a panel once, uh, and boy, did she do good. Yeah. All right. So tell us a little bit about Rejuvenating Women. Well, we are a company that helps women coming out of human trafficking, sex trafficking, sexual exploitation. Oh, now see, I got yeah. that wrong, Delmar. Mm -hmm. yeah. I thought they were coming out of uh, prison. No. No. I mean, in a way they are. but Some, Sometimes. Um, what we do is we don't go out and find the women. We don't go out and knocking on doors and whatever. There's different agencies that do that. Uh, these agencies know about the houses like ours around the United States, and they will help place the women with us. Sometimes the women find us themselves, you know, through that WWW thing you were talking about. Yeah, but they, um, so they're not all just local. No, more often than not, they are not local. You don't want to take a woman that was sex trafficked in the, this town and put her in a house in this town. You don't okay. want to do that. All right. Where do you, well, you don't need to answer that. They come from all over the United States. Yeah, so, yep. the, and that's, uh, there's a lot of uh, top secret James Bond stuff here, which that's protects right. the women. Yes. Because I wanted you to bring on a guest, one of your women, and I thought, no, that would have been a bad idea. Yes. Yeah, we don't want people to know where they're at. 
Nope. All right. So rejuvenating women, and they're women who are coming out of the slave trade or sexual uh, trafficking. Human trafficking, sexual exploitation. We what we don't do is take women that come from domestic violence. Those women, there are all kinds of houses and places that help them. We are the only one of our kind in the state of Nebraska. Wow. So we are very specific. We only take sex trafficked women. Okay. All right. Delmar, do you understand that? I think so, and I think that's wonderful to hear about. I did not know that existed here in Nebraska, and uh, I, I really believe that people's lives can be changed and turned around. Absolutely. And we are the only faith-based home in Nebraska. There's other homes that help domestic violence and stuff. We're the only faith-based home that takes them. So you're the only home that takes women who have been trafficked. That, that is faith-based. That, that is faith-based. But mm-hmm. are there other ones that, uh, that women who have been trafficked? Yes, they will take them, but they're not specifically just for that, like we are. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So, um, obviously, don't reveal any names or anything, but right. pick someone in your head and tell me about that person. Okay, so yes, we are, are, first of all, our home is for adult women. So in Nebraska, the legal age to be an adult is 19. We only take women 19 and older. And since I've been there, um, it ranges from like 20 up to 50 something, uh, the age of the woman. Depends on where she's at when she's getting out of this. And sometimes some of these women come to us having been in different programs and they just didn't work for some reason or another or she wasn't healed enough. And so she finds our place, and we're, we're hoping, it's a two-year program, that we can put her through this program, and you, you're never going to be 100% healed. I mean, let's be honest. Okay, tell but, me what that means, that they're not healed enough. Why does, do they go back then? Sometimes. Because what happens is you, you go back to what's familiar, what you know, not necessarily what's safe or good for you, but what you know. And a lot of times, these women get into this, at a very, very young age, yeah. that's all they know. So when you take them out of that and you get them help and they're, they're feeling um, safe for the first time, that's a foreign feeling to them, yeah. and it makes them very uncomfortable. Even though they're safe and it's better, they don't like it. It's not comfortable. And so you, you tend to go back to what's familiar, and it doesn't make any sense to us, but we haven't been through what they've been through either. So sometimes it takes more than one program to help a woman really change her thinking. What are some of the circumstances that lead women to this point where they get involved in sex trafficking? trafficking? Well, I, yeah, I really hate to say it, but the most common way they get in is because of their family. A lot of times it's the parents that will start trafficking their own kids. Oh, man. And I, our minds, our sane minds cannot comprehend that. Yeah. But obviously it's a person that is not of sound mind or body and they or it's um, an aunt or an uncle or a close family friend typically it's not the person that drives up in that unmarked white van and snatches you off the street that can happen okay it can but 99% of the time that's not what happens if that van pulls up and snatches you you're going to be killed most likely these women they don't do it to kill them because they make money Uh, a lot of money wow Janelle Reeves is my guest today. Uh, she is with a organization called Rejuvenating Women, um, who, when they come out of sex trafficking, I guess that's really the only kind of trafficking there is. No, there's labor trafficking. 
labor. Oh, okay. Yep. You put them off someplace and they work. Yes. Um, do you have some of those? No. Why not? Typically, that's men. Okay. Now, men can be used. Boys can be used for sex trafficking as well. Yeah. Typically, if you're talking labor trafficking, it will fall to men. Not always, but typically. And we are just uh, we just take women. All right. So if I were to say to you, tell me the most important thing um, that you've seen happen to someone. Uh, I mean, like a good thing that's happened, a bad thing? I'm going to ask you a bad thing, too. But I was. Well, let's start with the bad. Okay. I mean, you must you must know stories Mm -hmm. that you didn't know six months ago. I do. I haven't personally experienced. I've just heard some of the stories from the women. Yeah. Yeah. I have experienced um, some of these women, when they come to us, the way your mind can survive something like this when you're put through that horrific abuse. And a lot of times it'll be up to 20, 30, 40 partners a day that they're, they're, they're put through. Oh. Um, the only way your mind can survive that. You're talking about women having being required to have sex with 30, 40 yeah. different men a day? Yes. Oh, my God. Not everybody, but, but some of them, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And That's your cool. mind is so cool the way God created it. It will help you survive something horrific like that. But by they they used to call it like um multiple personalities. Now it has a fancy new name. It's called DID, dissociative identity disorder. You will literally become like somebody else in your mind. Your mind will split and take it. So I'm not Janelle anymore. I'm I'll create another name. I'm Sally. And Sally's going through that. I'm not. And so, that's how you survive it mentally. All right. So what is the name that they use when speaking to this woman? Is it, the, is it their real name or is it a made-up name? Their real name when you're talking to them. When they, I've witnessed now, I've witnessed uh, talking to one of the residents, her switch personalities. And that's, that's very alarming the first time you witness something like that because your mind's like, well, what's happening? I mean, I, I had training. I knew this could happen. But then when you finally see it, it's very weird. The, some of these women can have 15, 20 different personalities that, that help them through different things. Okay. Like the one, the, the, the resident I was talking with became a little girl. And that was her, her innocent little girl side. And that too. And she'll, she'll talk like a little girl and start acting like one. And it just kind of throws you off balance when, it, when you first see it. Do they do they know they're going to do that? Do they do no. it on purpose? No. It just happens. They get triggered. Yes, that that's the word. Triggered. They okay. get triggered, and it could be anything. It could be a smell, a sound, a, a touch, uh, a fabric that 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 you're looking at a weird pattern or something. It, you don't know what it is, so you don't know when it's going to happen. So what we do is we we try to get them training on how to deal with their triggers, and we train our staff on how to what we call like bring them back to their regular personality. Um, it's, it's very, I know the, the day that happened to me, I had just gone through the training the day before on what to do. So I was like, oh my gosh, I just did this. And in my mind, I'm in my mind, it's screaming like, Janelle, you cannot do this. You don't know what you're doing. You can't handle this. But I just kind of took a deep breath and I'm like, all right, Lord, you got to help me. Cause I kind of don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and then he walked me through. He helped me remember the training from the day before to help just, we call it grounding the girl to bring her back. Does that happen with most uh, of the women? Yes. And some of them have violent personalities that come out. Those are the ones that help them survive when they needed to have that. Yeah, exactly. 
My guest today is uh, Janelle Reeves. You remember that voice from the other radio station that her and I both worked at, KCRO. And uh, she's now with a company. uh, It's a ministry, really. Yes, it is. uh, Called Rejuvenating Women. And uh, they take uh, uh, women who have been sex trafficked. And and it's a two-year program. Yes. It has to be a two-year program. No. No. When these women come, they are adult women. They come, we have a list of rules, the handbook, because, okay, I'm going to be really frank here. When you put a group of women in a house and have them live together, under normal circumstances, that's hard. You take women with a traumatic background, that makes it even harder. So we have to have rules. There's a handbook, there's rules you have to follow, we give it to them ahead of time. They have to agree to abide by those rules. All right, well, we're going to continue our conversation with Janelle. Uh, Delmar's here. And uh, as we return on Wednesday at this time, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, we'll keep talking to Janelle and learn about something that we shouldn't even have to talk about. But apparently it's really going on. All right, I want to thank our folks down at Divine Christian Truth and appreciate all they do for us. Divine Truth